0: The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a 10th of all my income. But the tax collector standing far off would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled. But all who humble themselves will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. you can be seated. Let's start by understanding a bit more about the two characters in this parable, the Pharisee and a tax collector. The Pharisees were a religious community within the era of Second Temple Judaism during Jesus' day. The Pharisees were Jewish leaders who interpreted the law. Their main goal was Torah observance. They were hyper-focused on making sure that they obeyed every last nitty-gritty detail of the laws of Moses and the traditions that were passed down through the centuries. For the Pharisees, they believed this was the key to unlocking God's blessings. If we follow the rules, we get the rewards. So, in some sense, they were obsessive following the religious laws for themselves, and trying to convince everybody else that this was the way to be. And the Pharisees have a complicated relationship with Jesus. They typically get cast as the bad guys in the Gospels, but that is an oversimplification. In reality, Jesus was probably much more in alignment with the Pharisees than not which I think is why Jesus in the Gospels tends to be critical of them, because it's easy to criticize those who are most like you and who represent you. Remember, Jesus comes not to replace the law, but to fulfill them. Sometimes Jesus criticizes the Pharisees for their overly strict interpretation of the law, like when the disciples are picking grain to eat on the Sabbath. Then other times, Jesus goes above and beyond what the Pharisees are trying to do. For example, the Pharisees follow the commandment that says, Thou shalt not murder. But Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, You shouldn't even have hatred for another person. So, Jesus both criticizes the Pharisees, but then he also pushes their interpretations beyond their limits. That's the Pharisees. But what about the tax collector? Tax collectors were typically native citizens of the territories that the Roman Empire occupied. But they sided with Rome instead of their own population. They were servants of the empire and worked to collect taxes that were owed to Rome. In that sense, they were viewed by the local population as traitors people more interested in collaborating with the occupying government than protecting their own kindred. Tax collectors were also known to be greedy in their collecting. They could impose their own fees on top of what the Roman Empire expected, making a profit off of something the people thought was unfair to begin with. That certainly wasn't true for all tax collectors, but it was a reputation that they carried. Now, it's interesting to note that Jesus welcomed both a tax collector and a Pharisee as one of the 12 disciples. Uh, That's interesting. Paul was a Pharisee, wrote most of the New Testament. So that tells us that both of these groups, these stereotypes of people, were not in opposition to Jesus necessarily necessarily. But Jesus welcomed them and included them in his own community of followers. So in this parable that Jesus tells, there's two people, a Pharisee and a tax collector. They go to the temple to pray and listen to the content of their prayers. The Pharisee prays, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. Now, let's give the Pharisee some credit. He starts off well, God, I thank you. It's always good to recognize God as the generous source of all that we need, and it's appropriate to respond in gratitude because of everything that God gives us. But after that, Pharisee's prayer takes a turn. I thank you that I'm not like these other people who are clearly sinners and don't follow the religious law as well as I do. And then he turns to self-justification. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of my income. And even notice that he says, I give a tenth of all my income. Meaning he's just not tithing off of his net income. He's tithing off of his gross income. So, the Pharisee's prayer is essentially, Thank you, God, that I'm better than other people, and here are my accomplishments to prove it. That is self justification, self righteousness. And Jesus has something to say about that. After the Pharisee prays, it's the tax collector's turn God, be merciful to me, a sinner. There's no comparison the tax collector makes between himself and others. There's no claiming to be better than others. There's no self-justification. Instead, it's a short, simple, humble prayer that asks God for mercy with the recognition that he is a sinner. Did you know that the tax collector's prayer is the foundation of what is known as the Jesus Prayer in in Eastern Orthodox Christianity. The Jesus Prayer is an ancient prayer that can be traced all the way back to inscriptions inside of a monastic cell in the Egyptian desert from the 5th century. The Jesus Prayer takes the tax collector's words and alters them slightly to this. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Many Orthodox Christians believe that this prayer, more than any other, helps us to stand in God's presence. The Jesus prayer starts with the name, Jesus Christ, and acknowledges that there is power in praying through Jesus' name. To pray in Jesus' name is also a confession of faith and a a confession of trust that Jesus is the son of God. And the rest of the prayer in echoing the words of the tax collector is a plea for mercy based on the truth of our condition. We are broken people who are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves and who have sinned in thought, word and deed by what we have done and by what we have left Undone. The Jesus Prayer is often repeated like a mantra, but the point isn't just meditation. It's designed to bring us into deeper relationship with God through our worship and through our discipline. The practice of praying the Jesus Prayer has three stages verbal, mental, and heart. You begin by praying the words out loud, repeating them. And after some time saying the prayer, it turns into a silent or mental prayer and is repeated only in the mind. Eventually, the words become a continuous prayer in the heart, in our innermost being. And the progression is natural. It's unforced from verbal to mental to heart. Would you like to try this prayer? Let's take a few moments. Let's center ourselves in these words. Perhaps you want to close your eyes while we pray this. Repeat with me Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, son of God have mercy on me. A sinner, Lord Jesus Christ, son of God have mercy on me. A sinner, Lord Jesus Christ, son of God have mercy on me. A sinner, Lord Jesus Christ, son of God have mercy on me. A sinner, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus finished the parable with these words. I tell you this. This man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled. But all who humble themselves will be exalted. Amen.